Blog Talk Radio. The podcast is brought to you by hcgbodyforlife.com and colinwatson.tv. You're listening to HCG Body Talk on Blog Talk Radio, where we discuss how to achieve the health and body of your dreams one day at a time with HCG Body for Life. How to stay semper fit, fit for life. Please welcome your host, international HCG diet coach, author, and creator of HCG Body for Life, Colin F. Watson. HCG Body for Life, for the body of your life. If you like the information found in these podcasts, please share them on Facebook, Twitter, or your favorite social media site so others can enjoy them as well. Hey guys, this is Colin Watson, your HCG fitness nutrition coach, coming to you live from Blog Talk Radio, and this is called HCG Body Talk, and I have a very special guest for you today. You know, I'm stepping a little bit outside of the genre you're normally used to listening to in our health and fitness realm, but actually it's going to be, there's going to be some little, some health and fitness and weight loss tips in this uh, show with my special guest of the uh, author of The Seven Minute Millionaire, Tony Newmeyer. Now, Tony, I met Tony a few months ago in a mastermind group and resonated with him instantly because I loved his energy and I loved the way he shared his message, especially about gaining wealth and actually achieving success in any area of your life, including financial, business, relationship, and health and fitness, of course. That's, that interests me. Tony's uh, spoken on, you know, internationally on stage with, with, with famous people such as Mark, Mr., Mark Victor Hansen, Bob Proctor, Doug Ward. I mean, he is uh, Doug Weed, I apologize. Um, this is a guy has literally made $600,000 in a single day. And he has a special technique, and I was wondering why he titled his book The Seven, million, seven Minute Millionaire. I couldn't, well, how do you make a million bucks in seven minutes? But once you realize he has a special formula that it takes only seven minutes a day, they can turn anyone into a success story, and especially a millionaire. So I want you to welcome my guest, Tony Newmeyer. Welcome, Tony. Hey, thanks, Colin. Great to be here. I appreciate the time and opportunity to talk with your, your uh, listeners, and uh, it's great to be here. Well, I'm glad you're here, and thanks for accepting my invite, and uh, I know it was a few months coming, but uh, we're finally here. So I want you to take some time and and kind of share with us your story of how you became this multimillionaire success guy, success guru guy. Um, I know reading your book, which I love, by the way, The Seven Minute Millionaire, um, you tell a story that's a very humbling beginning, so I want you to kind of tell us a little bit about you, give a little bit of background, tell us about your you know, your um, honorary, um, I think, bachelor, bachelor you got uh, given to you, which is a huge honor. Um, and, and then we'll go into kind of your, your principles of your, your, your seven million millionaire principles. But tell us a little bit about you and your background, how you came to author this book, Seven Minute Millionaire. Well, you know, it started, uh, let, me, let me step forward and then I'll step back because what I, where it started was, uh, in the 90s, I started to discover some secrets that really made the difference in my life. And it was from coming from the depths of a really devastating bankruptcy that I started to discover these secrets. It was when my son was born, I decided I really had to get back on track. I had been on track, or so I thought, years before. And uh, I, I was really developing and selling uh, uh, real estate. I was, um, 
I'd flipped a couple of different properties. I was uh, building properties. I was renovating properties. And then the market got uh, caught up with me. And literally, I, I owed about $3 million uh, when the market was sort of at its peak, if you will. And then after everything was sold, when I had no money to pay the bills, uh, the banks foreclosed very quickly. And I ended up owing a million and a half dollars after everything was sold, after they sort of seized all the assets, if you will. And so I, I had to come from that mindset, or I should say that that position of being way below zero. And it was really, as I say, devastating from a financial standpoint, of course, but also from a psychological standpoint. I wasn't the type of person who didn't pay my bills. I wasn't the type of person who ever thought of, of myself in this position. In fact, I was really, I was in my early 20s, and I was, I was really to that point where you're thinking you're flying high, you've got the world by the tail, and all of a sudden this comes along and knocks you down, and you start to reevaluate your life and reevaluate everything that you're doing, and you start to really, I started to wonder whether or not I was worthy of actually having the success that I had dreamt of, the success that I was striving for uh, all, you know, all of my life. Um, right. It was, right. and one of the things was because my well, uh, you wouldn't know this, but um, my mother owned a uh, financial collection agency, and she was worked in that whole area of financial collections, and so she had always drilled into us, well, always pay your bills, you know, pay your credit cards, do this uh, in terms of staying financially sound, and so for me to go from being financially sound one day and then to being financially devastated the next day, you know, after all of these teachings from my mother, I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I'm not only letting myself down, I'm letting my mom down. But it wasn't my mom, you know, it, was, it wasn't giving me a hard time, but it was one of those things where I really just uh, was in, in very rough shape uh, emotionally. And uh, I started to, it, it goes back even further, though, because even though I was really, like I say, I had the world by the tail, and in my early 20s, I owed $3 million. I'm not sure how the banks uh, thought it was a good idea to uh, <laughs> lend a 20-year-old or 20-something-year-old uh, $3 million or all this money, um, but uh, they did at the time, and uh, they, uh, I ended up just um, you know, having to uh, write most of that off at the time. But it started back even before that, um, when my mother uh, was about, well, I was born when my mom was 16 years old. And so it didn't, I'm not coming from and didn't get into the ability to develop real estate because some family money behind me or anything like that. It was strictly right. on my own. And uh, I was born, like I say, when my mom was 16. By the time we were, uh, she was um, uh, 20 and I was about four, my dad had left and uh, she was on her own. Uh, it, it got very difficult for her at the time. I mean, I can't imagine being 20 years old and having three boys and being on your own and having to try and make ends meet and so on. And at one point it got so difficult that uh, she ended up putting us in uh, foster homes. And, in fact, my brothers and I were all split up into different foster homes, which wow. even devastated my mother further. And so, you know, she couldn't handle it. A few days later, she comes back and she gets us, <laughs> gathers us all up, and takes us home. <laughs> wow. Sorry. No, that's emotional. That's that's a, that's a, that's some deep stuff, man. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, it was it was tough, obviously, on my mom, and 
and actually one time, uh, you know, it was got so tough even that uh, it was cold one winter and we didn't have the, the money to pay the, the heating bill, and she actually had to burn some uh, furniture in the in the living room to uh, wow. the fireplace from the living room to keep us warm. But <clears throat> anyway, I've, ta- I've talked about this before, and I, I'm usually not that emotional, so I apologize, Colin. That's, um, no, I apologize anyway. at all, man. I, I, I think it's real, and, <laughs> and I just, it just shows yeah. you the de- you know the depth of the wound, right? So. I mean, I appreciate you sharing that vulnerability, so please don't apologize. No, thank you. So anyway, so, you know, from from there, uh, you know, moving and sort of fast-forwarding to this point where I came out of bankruptcy I, and my son was born, I, I really, I had thought, I'd read, done a lot of reading in my uh, teens and early 20s about success and about getting ahead and read Thinking uh, Grow Rich and many other books, uh, uh, Bob Proctor's book, um, uh, born rich and uh, and a variety of others, and it was it was when my son was born, like I said earlier, made that decision. Time I had to get my my dreams back on track and started to really figure out what it was that I needed to do, and uh, it was when I discovered the idea of programming your subconscious mind, and it was a, a revelation for me and, and a fascinating uh, journey uh, through the discovery to that point. And this is where the seven minutes, and you, you said, well, where does this seven minutes come from? Well, the seven-minute part of the millionaire is actually spending seven minutes a day programming your mind so that you are focused and on task each and every day, all day, and it actually, what it does is it you're actually using some of the science of self-hypnosis. But you don't need to know the science of self-hypnosis because the way I've laid it out in the book and in my courses, it's it's not, uh, you just follow the, the simple step-by-step process. And uh, But what it does is it actually aligns the conscious and subconscious minds so that they're marching in unison together and helps you carry forward in whatever you want to accomplish in your life. And, and as uh, for me, it was largely, you know, at that point especially, I wanted to get on track and uh, get my life in gear and get uh, monetarily set because I was having a family. And so I was able to actually, uh, I, was in, I, I was in real estate sales and I was, got back into that after being out of it for a number of years uh, because of all of this bankruptcy that had gone on. And uh, I was able to double my real estate sales uh, in a single year and become among the top producers in the area that I was working in. Uh, additionally, I actually built a multi-million dollar business uh, at the same time. It was a nutrition business, as it, as it were. And, uh, wow. and, and so I built this entire business and built my real estate business all in a year and then carried it forward uh, through further, you know, down the road. And... Um, and so that helped create the cash flow and create the, uh, I guess, if you will, the asset base that I was able to then go on and do other things with and start to invest and uh, create other sources of income and uh, go on to, you know, earn, earn substantial amounts of money and, uh, you know, an eight-figure net worth and so on. So, right. so that's, that's the I mean, story. What does it feel like to earn $600,000 in a day? That's pretty cool. <laughs> I have to say. <laughs> I can imagine that's a pretty cool day. In a day. Yeah. So you call your principles, you said they're they're called the the PPMs, the personal programming messages that you do in those seven minutes. Um I didn't want to take you off course, but I just wanted to 
to I saw I was really looking at it, reading it, and I remember that it was to me that was like really cool the the PPMs that's the the magic of it all. So talk a little bit about that. Sure, you were absolutely. actually talking about a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll, I'll get into some more detail here because uh, that is sort of the core of creating whatever it is that you want in your life. There are many steps to get to the point of actually writing your PPMs. And a PPM is basically a uh, short-ish uh, task-oriented segment of what it is of the larger goal that you want to accomplish. So uh, if, if your objective is to earn $100,000 a year, then you might uh, say that uh, you're going to break that down into a number of tasks that are going to get you to that point. And, uh, and you write these all out. And now you start to program your subconscious with these little messages that you create for yourself. And the same thing is true about uh, losing weight. I've had people literally, literally go from quite heavy to you know, perfect body uh, style and shape that they were after using strictly the PPM uh, methodology. And the, and the way that they do it is they start to focus on what it is and envision what it is that you want to create and how they want their body to look uh, to themselves. Right. And it's a, so you take this three, three and a half minutes a day. Now, when I say seven minutes, I mean it might be um, ten minutes. It might be five minutes in the morning and five minutes at night. It might be three and a half. Right. But, um, but you know, give or take, it's seven minutes a day, and you do this twice a day, first thing in the morning, just when you get up in the morning, and then last thing at night before you go to bed. Because you want to implant these uh, visions, and you envision as you, I'll tell you about the recording aspect and, and how this works in a moment, but as you're listening to uh, your, you, your recorded voice, rec- uh, reciting your PPMs to yourself, uh, you're actually envisioning envisioning exactly what it is that's being said on the recording. And so each day, just as you get up, before your subconscious is uh, filled with any other distractions, you, you start to implant and hypnotize or uh, create the vision of your future for yourself. And then throughout the day, this helps keep you on track and move you toward exactly what it is you're trying to create. And the same thing at night. You do this, you do this same process uh, last thing at night just before you go to bed, and you'll, uh, you listen to your PPM. So now, that's, let me just elaborate on that a bit. Because what you do is you write out your PPMs in present, te- in present tense uh, in, as though you have accomplished the goal. And as I said, then you take them and you record each of them on uh, a, an audio format of some sort, whether it be your smartphone right. or on your computer or whatever. And then now you're listening to these in your own voice. And so it's your own voice telling your subconscious that this is what you want to create. And as you're listening to your own voice, you're uh, envisioning exactly what's being said. You're creating pictures. And this is, I go into this in depth on how to do all of this um, in my course and so on. But uh, there are some, you know, you want to be able to vision exactly what it is you're trying to create. So if your objective is to have a healthier, more fit, leaner body, then you get your, get that picture of yourself in your head and start to vision that each and every day. And you'll, in there, you would probably put some things about how you're eating, what you're eating, how often you're eating, what you're, you know, that sort of thing. And you, you create it in so a positive. So give us an example, because I'm a, I'm a visual guy. 
And, and I usually describe things to my listeners when I'm coaching them through our protocol in very visual ways. So give me an example of one PPM that you could create right now and say, and, and that you would say to yourself, so they understand, get an example of what that exactly looks like and feels like and sounds like. Okay, well, sir, around having to do with weight around, loss or making money or whatever, it doesn't matter. Let's, yeah, well, let's, 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 let's just let's let's go with your audience around the area of uh, weight loss. Okay, and let's say um, their objective is to lose uh, thirty pounds. Okay, and so um, you might say something like, uh, "I, you know, um, I am enthusiastically." Moving my body weight from to or not from but to um, 100 and uh, if it's a woman maybe it's 120 pounds. I do this by eating properly each and every day, and I enthusiastically embrace um, you know and, and pick the foods that they want, the ones that they want to eat. Right. Uh, and so then you could list you know I'm eating my salad at lunch. I'm eating you know and and so you focus on what it is that you want to create. All right. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry for not being more succinct uh, for weight loss. It's, I haven't done a weight loss one for, with somebody in a while, <laughs> so I mean, I'm sticking with the um, more on the, on the lines of uh, the monetary aspect of it with most of my clients. Yeah, I do want to do a monetary one. I think people get they'll get the the gist of of it, um, you know. Um, but I, I, I just do do one that you would do for yourself. Let's just just for, well, sure. so we okay. understand. Well, yeah. I'll, here, I'll, use, I'll give you one that I uh, have used in the past uh, with um, uh, myself as well. Uh, one of the ones that I that I have used and uh, is um, uh, I uh, I earn a minimum, and the word minimum is important because you don't want to limit yourself. Uh, I mm-hmm. earn a minimum of two hundred thousand dollars in a in or by the uh, December thirty first. Uh, 2015, and then I do this by making a minimum of, uh, or I do this by making enthusiastically making cold calls from 8:30 in the morning until 10:01 in the morning each and every day, looking for enthusiastic clients that I can work with, and then I'll break it down further, and I'll uh, and I'll say things like. Uh, I do this, well, actually, I would, that would be one of the later ones. I would then say, I do this by making um, two, present, two enthusiastic professional presentations to prospective clients each and every week. Of those clients, at least one of them, or a minimum of one of them, says yes, and I take them on as a client. And I sell a minimum of, uh, you know, two homes a week or one home a week, that sort of thing. Right. Okay. So, so there's a, there's obviously a formula there because you're, you're using you're, you're telling yourself enthusiastically um, almost all the time. So, what is the power behind you using words like enthusiastically versus not using that word at all? What is the what is the power behind that? Well, one of the keys is um, taking some of the what I would consider like. For example, the example I used in making cold calls every day, five days a week, from 8:30 in the morning until 10:01, uh, was not a particularly uh, exhilarating experience. But right. by putting the word enthusiastically in there, it actually changed. It, it and it did. It changed the way that I uh, approached and the way I felt about the uh, activity and the task at hand. And so, when you approach this task at hand with 
um, enthusiasm, all of a sudden everything changes. And, and I found that, you know, I was smiling on the phone even more than uh, I was previously. And this is, and so when you are going at a task or something that might be mundane to you that you don't particularly like, and in, in weight loss, often this this is a uh, an important factor because somebody falls off the wagon of you know maybe they they they're um, eating ice cream instead of salads you know uh, right. and and this can be something that really helps them keep them on track and when they're enthusiastically eating a salad as opposed to oh another salad <laughs> you know it, right. it starts right. to make a big difference and additionally as I sort of just said but it's really important to understand that when people set goals. Uh, and I know I am sure that your audience is probably a good uh, cross section of people that have set goals. Many times, people fall off the wagon and just just don't achieve them. And why is that? Right. Well, it's because it's because they fail to follow through with the tasks that are going to help them achieve that goal. And right. what the PPMs do is each day, twice a day, you're reminding yourself of not only what it is you want to accomplish you're in, you, and you envision this uh, big accomplishment, you also envision the tasks that you need to do to accomplish that goal and you, in an enthusiastic manner, and you keep yourself focused. It, and it really keeps people laser-focused, and I have found that it keeps people from falling off. Uh, the, the, I, I don't have a, a specific um, percentage, but I, I, maybe it's something I should actually track more because the number of people that I have worked with that actually go on to achieve um, you know, really uh, high levels of success uh, using this system and using this type of a, a process is really quite astronomical, far greater than when they sort of set some goal and just try to, uh, try to achieve it as opposed to you know, really focus on setting, setting the tasks and setting their mind to it Utilizing this type of a technique. No, I think it's. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. And I think it makes so much sense. I love the fact that you're even breaking it down even more. So, you, so is it three and a half minutes in the morning and three and a half minutes at night, or seven minutes in the morning and seven minutes at night, or it just be? I mean, it, you know, we always. I always like to put it's people whatever. in bonus bonus rounds, right? So if you say at minimum, yeah. you can do three and a half minutes in the morning and three and a half minutes at night to start. And then that grows into something longer. But you want to give people such a ridiculous like if you can't spend three and a half minutes pre-program programming your life, um, then maybe you have to really think about really what you want, right? No, absolutely. And that's and see, this is the point. If if you make it too onerous, even you know for seven minutes a day, and then I, and I think it's really important that people realize that the number of minutes isn't the, is not the critical factor here. It's the right. uh, taking of the goal. And, and typically what I suggest is take one or two goals in each area of your life that you want. And, and you know, let's just say you've got fitness, you've got family, and you've got, um, you know, your monetary aspect and, uh, of what you're trying to accomplish. And, and take a goal or two from each of those, break them down, and break them down very succinct, uh, um, well, succinctly, but, but um, uh, into very minute detail of what it is, the specifics that you need to do each and every day to make that happen. It's, it's like taking uh, an equation and working it backwards. I mean, okay, here's, here's the goal, and now what do I do to get there? And you break it down, break it down, break it down. And that's how you create your PPM, so that you now 
have uh, exact strategy to get there, and you know that if you do step one and step two, that step three will fall into place. And uh, it really it it just works. I mean, it, it just really works. But right. you do I mean, a huge bell the, just went off when, when you said yeah. that. Taking your goals and reverse engineering the steps in order to get there. So you think about it, people have a goal out in front of them, and then they go, okay, how am I going to get there? And they're try, they're basically stuck and paralyzed, perplexed on really what they need to do, what steps they need to take to actually get to that goal. But if you actually took it backwards and figured out what you know, what do I need to do to get 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 here, going backwards, reverse engineering, you actually get to, it actually creates a roadmap for you on how to do it. No, absolutely, that's you're pretty, bang on. That's brilliant. What you do want to create? Yeah, it's it's a roadmap, and it, and in fact, it's it's. It's more than road back. It's a roadmap. It's actually the freeway that's going to get you there. Because once you've broken right. it down like that, and you set and you set your your PPMs in place, and you start doing this, it really does fast track you. It isn't it isn't the slow road anymore. Right. It's, it's so you know the success rate is, and and rap, rapidity of what people accomplish is is really amazing. Wow. Right, so I wanted to go through some of your 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 going through your some of your steps here. Or at least basically through your paragraphs, and have you kind of give us a you know couple couple insight on each one of those. We're we're happy through our time, and I don't want people to miss out on this great stuff. Because I love just even the the, the titles like "Who's in Charge Anyway." I love I love that chapter. So, and you may have you may have covered it a little bit anyway, but talk about it, and we'll talk a little bit about each one of these as we go through all ten of these. Um, and I think you'll give them a really in, good insight of the book and your principles. So, who's in charge anyway? What's that about? Well, I think that's a it's it's fundamental to to really everyone's life. And when I when I say who's in charge, it's like you know who's in charge of you, Inc. You know, we all have uh, people around us, and most people, if they have a traditional type job, they have a, a superior or a boss, and uh, and that's fine. But you know, that boss may be the boss at work, but they're not in charge of your life. And so when it comes down to being and deciding who's really in charge of your life, it, it actually starts to uh, set a responsibility for, for what we want to accomplish. And what I, what I will tell people is that, you know, you are where you're at today because of all of your past decisions. And some people will take offense to that and say, well, no, I mean, I you know, had this luck or that luck. And, hey, I, I mean, I could say the same thing about what happened to me when, you know, during for bankruptcy. Well, I, you know, it wasn't my fault that the real estate, you know, market crashed. I mean, it was, you know, circumstance. Well, you know, the, the reality of it is, is if I had more experience or maybe had a better mentor or chose not to get involved in that at all, I wouldn't have been bankrupt and maybe life would have been different. So, you know, they are, the, my result was based on my past decisions. The, the, right. But the beauty of understanding that power is that you can also change your future because of making decisions today. And and this is right. really the critical aspect of that. And when people really, you know, they, they start to get out of the past and start to get into thinking about the future, it really comes down to, okay, who, if, if I'm in charge, hold on, I'm in charge? Okay, now what decision should I make? Because you know I am going to take charge of my life. I'm really going to do this. It makes a big difference to the overall attitude that someone has, and and when they truly uh, start to grasp and they believe that aspect of their life that they are really in charge with virtually all aspects of their life. 
you know, they, they really can now stake control and start to make some decisions that will improve their life in many, many ways and, and probably more rapidly than they even realize. Absolutely, because some people feel like they're victims of circumstance, and some people feel they're in control of what's going on. So ultimately, asking yourself the question, who's in charge, really kind of gets the subconscious mind out of, uh, you know, involved and, the con- I guess, the conscious mind involved and not the subconscious mind, because most of us are being ruled by our subconscious mind, correct? So um, I-, I love that. All right, so you say, now, really, what is it, what is it you want? And, and, and that's the question I ask people all the time when it comes to them losing weight and really what is, what is the goal you're here for? Why are you here? What is your big why? So what is your really what is it you want uh, question referring to in your book? What you said, and and additionally, I would say that it really comes down to, you know, deciding what is it that's going to truly inspire you. And one of the things that I talk about is is inspiration versus motivation, because uh, motivation is is easy to get when we walk into a room and somebody that's a, a very good orator or speaker just up on the up on the stage, you know, gets us all pumped up and, wow, that was amazing. Yeah, I'm going to go do this and rah, rah, and all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, what was it he said? What was it I was going to do? You know, because you walk away. And so this really comes down to um, finding something that is going to inspire you, that makes you want to actually get up every day and move toward it. And and so that's really what I'm talking about. What is it that you really do want that will inspire you? I mean, is you know, not everybody wants to be a multimillionaire and that's okay, right. you know. That that's perfectly acceptable, you know. And when it comes to weight loss, like if you're okay at your current body weight, then just be okay with it. You know, don't, you know, I mean, yes, maybe there's some outside forces and some health uh, points and good reasons that you should lose weight. But if you're not prepared to do anything about it, then either either live with it or decide that really you don't want that and decide right. what you really truly right. do want, you know? And that's that's really what I'm referring to, figuring out what's right. going to inspire you, what is it that you truly want, and come up with a few things in you know in each area of your life that I sort of mentioned a moment ago and and then start to work on you know what's important to you. Right. And in your next chapter, which, you know, it completely resonates with me, you know, expect it and it will come. You know, you know, you got to believe it before you see it, as, as you know, as, as I always say. Um, so I, I'm sure that's around the same lines. Expect it and it will come. So talk about that a little bit. Well, I think expectations in life are really important because it, if we expect that bad things are going to happen to us all the time, well, it seems with those people, if they were walking around with a dark cloud over them, over their heads, then it just bad stuff constantly happens to them. And yet, there are other people that good stuff always happens to them. I, I you know, often will use the example of uh, something simple like finding a parking stall at the mall at a busy mall right near the place that I want to go to. And this happens more often than not. I just happen to find a parking spot where I need it often. And does it happen every time? Well, no, of course not. But that said, it happens a lot because I expect it. I expect it's going to happen. And that's right. just one aspect. But in all areas of your life, and as you start to program your, uh, your subconscious, this expectation uh, starts to build. 
and what is it's amazing what actually starts to manifest in its life when you sort of I, I, and I don't want to get too esoteric, but when you start to put it out to the universe that, okay, this is what I'm expecting to happen. I'm expecting to find the right vehicle for me to become a multimillionaire. I expect to find that, you know, that really great person who I'm going to have a long, loving, lasting relationship with. You know, I expect to be able to have that body that I so strive for. You know, you start to program yourself and you start to expect it. And all of a sudden, things start to manifest around you. And I've had this happen, and I'm sure you have many times, where, you know, all of a sudden, uh, you know, I have something coming on in in my life. And, like, I had a situation not too long back where I had a a business opportunity that I was – uh, business situation, and I was talking with the fellow about it. And uh, as it turned out, he needed something that I could actually provide for him. And he, I hadn't talked to this guy in probably a year and a half. And all of a sudden, he, uh, I was able to put him in contact with a particular politician that he was able to make a connection with that helped him. And then we ended up uh, working together on this uh, business project uh, that was totally aside from you know what I was expecting necessarily out of the call. And so it's just when you're open to things happening, and this is part of it too, is being open and listening and um, uh, just being ready when somebody says yes or gives you an indication that maybe you should start to uh, you know, take, a, take action and, uh, and, and really make a, make a difference. Uh, or, or, or I guess decisions and um, be open and expect, and it will come. I mean, really, that's what expect I Expect success. And you kind of you know, led into the next one, which action speaks volumes. Now, and, and, and some of these, are, you know, that's just the mere words tell you what they are. But, you know, sometimes people really need to, to you know, have it broken down. I mean, so, you know, that the more action you take, the more results you get. But what do you, when you're talking in your chat, in your books, pertains to your book, when you say action speaks volumes, how does that show up in your seven-minute uh, millionaire concept? Well, you know, with, without a decision, there is no action. And without action, there is no decision. See, where people, uh, I mean, no action at all is a decision in and of itself. You know, if we, if we, if we really start right. to break it down and understand what it is that um, oh, action is. And so action of course, is, is different for in different circumstances. But what it is, when I'm talking about uh, action speaks volumes, I'm just, I'm, what I'm saying there is that if, if you do or don't do something, you've made the decision. You've, you're speak, you're already t- you don't even have to talk to me and tell me what your decision is. I can tell by your actions. And so right. it's, it's, it's critical that people... Uh, make the take the decision. Make the decision that they are going to do. You know, take the action that's required. And you know, it comes down to okay. In this case, three and a half minutes twice a day, or five minutes twice a day, or whatever it might be. Uh, you know, seven minutes a day. You're going to be listening to your own voice, reciting your PPMs, and in fact, giving you um, that message to move you forward each and every day. Uh, and that's a simple decision that, you know, if you choose to do, uh, it only takes a few minutes a day. And that one decision is going to make all of the difference for you, I believe, or can make all of the difference in a person's life. It has mine and, and many others. 
Right. So. And, 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 yeah, and, and, all, and obviously, too, you know, because actions speak louder than words. And even in the, in, in the realm of speaking to your subconscious mind, I mean, you can say, well, tomorrow I'm going to do my PPMs, tomorrow I'm going to do my PPMs, tomorrow I'm going to do my PPMs. But the point is, if you never actually do it, that no. didn't empower you to do that. Didn't, pro, didn't program yourself for conscious mind to do anything other than you just using words. So, I mean, action, well, yeah, act, act, without action, really, there's, there's no success. There's no, there's no, no nothing. No, absolutely. No, if you, if you don't take action, you might as well, <laughs> I don't know, not, not even bother thinking about that you're going to do anything because, you know, action is required to have any, any success at anything. You know, and that's uh, right. it goes for whether it's weight loss or in finances or in romance or, or you know, with, with a partner even today. I mean, you know, we all require certain actions to accomplish whatever it is that we want to accomplish in our lives. And uh, and that's, that's right. what I mean. I mean right. You know, your your actions will speak a volume, uh, you know, Absolutely. whether, whether they I, are I, I, positive or not. Nothing or something. They speak yeah. volumes. Yeah. Right. Now, this is one I think people have a lot of difficulty with, you know, being a visionary, because some people just can't see themselves beyond where they're at. I mean, that's where that's what being stuck looks like. So talk a little bit about how important being a visionary in your own life is, in, especially in, in, in conjunction with um, implementing these principles successfully. Well, the one that's, yeah, no, it's, it's critical. And one of the things that I think is, is important for people to realize is that over 60% of the population already thinks in picture form. And so most people are already have the ability ingrained in themselves to vision and vision well without any practice. That said, there's another 40% of the population where it's a little bit more of an effort, but it is a learned technique and it is learnable by anybody to be able to, and this may be, in fact, where, and you sort of uh, said this, is where people cannot vision themselves being thinner. And if, you, and if you have difficulty visioning yourself being thinner, then maybe that's really the uh, stumbling block for your weight loss mm-hmm. and success. And, and so uh, what I do with people is I help them through just a variety of, of simple exercises is... Uh, get them to create um, visions, and I start them off with, with a very basic vision and uh, just uh, drawing out a, um, a geometrical shape on a piece of paper, for example, with a pencil, and, and just doing this a few times and maybe going around the outline several times and then closing their eyes and just seeing if they can envision them, that pen going around the uh, geometrical shape on its own without them now watching it on the piece of paper. So that would be step one. From you know, from there we can take it to step two, and we can actually on a piece of paper color it in uh, with a, a felt pen or, or whatever. Uh, and so we color it in, and now we do that same step on the next uh, you know next step two. And so I build people's visions upon one another so that they can become very good at this process of visioning because it is critical. You, you said it well. I mean, it, it is very important uh, to be able to vision yourself in the future with the goal accomplished. And uh, I find the people that I work with that are have that uh, set initially uh, and already think in forms of pictures find it easier. That said, yeah. I haven't found anybody that can't learn this, uh, that, that really 
puts a little, and, and it doesn't, it's not a lot of effort to learn how to do this. I, we're talking about, you know, you can probably get the, the core of this dealt with in a matter of a few minutes. But, um, wow. but most people, you know, uh, haven't, um, haven't really ever done any visioning exercises, if you will. And if they don't think in forms of pictures themselves, and, and you may not even know, most people don't know that they think in forms of pictures anyway. And so doing these exercises initially, if, you, if they just come naturally to you and easily, then you probably are a, a, a picture thinker, <laughs> if you will. Right. So, I'm a picture thinker. So, so it's, a picture it is critical picture. to be able to, you know, vision yourself with the goal accomplished in the future, you know, with that lean body, you know, with with the nice car or the nice home, whatever it is that you're after. Right, and and, and it's, it's and, you know I'm looking at these you know, all these titles of the chapters and I'm you know reading through some of them and flipping through some of them, and they're really deep if if people really take the time to to really get in there and break them down. Um, and, you know, so I I know that they, that's important that they get this book because. You're, you, know, you only have a few minutes to talk about them, but I mean, you know, I love. I, I think around. I think around the realms in which you talk, in which you teach, in which and how you write. So that I knew that's why I had an instant resonation. You know, instantly resonated with me. And you have it's it's your universe, make it. Um, and talk a little bit about that because I don't think people really realize that this is your life. This is your this is your world, your universe. You can you can make anything of it you want. Um, and I think we still get stuck on being stuck all the time and, and, and letting letting life happen to us. Um, talk a little bit about that, and then we'll go to being a gold magnet, because I think that's also really cool, too. But talk a little bit about that. It's your universe. Make it. What do you mean by that? Well, and it is a bit of a um, – it's a bit like, you know, who's in charge as well, isn't it? Because it is your right. universe. It is your life. And uh, if you're not going to create it, it's going to get created for you. And really, that's that's really, I think, the crux of what people need to recognize. You know, and one of the things I'll often tell people is say, look, you know, you're going to put the work in anyway. So why not put the work in to create the life that you want, the universe that you want? Why let outside forces influence and create the life that you really just exist in? Why not create something exhilarating and, and you know, uh, that, that really moves you and makes you want to get out of bed each and every day. And for everybody, that's different. I, I'm not trying to, you know, put my lifestyle or my wishes and goals on anyone else. I'm only suggesting that create the life and the universe that you want for yourself. And because right. that's what's important. That's what it's about. Right. I mean, my philosophy is the same way. I said, I'm not. I'm not helping. Trying to help you create my body. I'm, high, I'm trying to help you to create your body, the body of your life, the, the one that you envision. Right. And if it doesn't envision having a six pack or have, you know, that's not, you know, not everybody wants six pack abs or wants to look like a, you know, fitness model or a bodybuilder. They, some people just have a, a certain vision of themselves. So be your best authentic, authentic you you can be. And so I kind of relate these. I, I, you know, I look at every title and I relate it to how I would relate the conversation to someone I'd be coaching. Um, so be a gold magnet. Um, Talk about that. Yeah, you know, and this is what starts to happen. And I, I, I alluded to it a few minutes ago where things, when, when you start to expect things, all of a sudden things start to become attracted to you. And as you start to uh, create and ingrain these visions in your mind, all of a sudden things start to pop up. I mean, they really uh, do in the most unusual ways uh, that, uh, that you just never think possible and um, you start to attract people in your life you start to attract circumstances in your life I, I, I had one 
uh, not too long ago, which is uh, a very unusual thing. I was traveling in Europe um, with a, a group of people that I are acquaintances. They're, it's a social group that I belong to, and uh, my wife and I, and we were traveling in Europe, and there was 25 of us in this group, and we were in uh, Bordeaux, France, and enjoying some nice wines there and, and some nice food and so on. Um, this fellow, he's from California. I'm from Vancouver, Canada. And so we're meeting all the way halfway, halfway across the world. And uh, we start, just start chatting. And as it turns out, he, he says, oh, do you know so-and-so in Vancouver? And I said, well, I don't know him, but I certainly know of him. He's a very prominent business person in, in Vancouver that uh, everybody would know. And, um, uh, you know, as it turned out, my daughter just graduated from uh, university. Uh, and her focus is in a particular field. Um, and I don't want to get into the specifics just because I don't want to uh, re- release any confidentiality. I got you. Of certain I got you. But, yeah. but, um, uh, but she's, she just graduated uh, from university in a particular field. And I said, well, um, would you mind introducing me or my daughter to this uh, fellow in Vancouver because that's exactly – he owns a major company in exactly the field that she's looking for. And, uh, you know, and he's like, oh, well, geez, I'm texting him all the time. And they were actually texting each other back and forth in, during our conversation, this, this high-powered wow. business guy in Vancouver. And he says, well, hey, hold on a sec. Just, what's your, you know, he says, what's your name? He types out this text, texts him, and uh, within 30 seconds we get a text back, and he says, oh, here's my personal email. Have her send me an email, and we'll set up an appointment. Well, you know, nice. that's the introduction. And this is this is this is where things just sort of all of a sudden happen. You know, and this is this is, wasn't a goal for me per se, but you know, it's my daughter is a family thing, and my goal for her is to have a, a great um, job after getting out of uh, yeah. out of university. And well, you know, she had to get the job. She certainly it wasn't. Uh, she had four interviews in order to get the job, and she got this amazing job out of university that. Uh, you know, happened because I happened to meet a fellow who's from California while we were in Europe. And right, so, in know, France. I mean, how, it's, yeah. yeah, and so it's just one of those things where, you know, you, things start to come in ways that you don't expect when you start to put it out there in different ways, you know, in, in um, this way. And just like goals, things happen for you in ways you just don't expect. And, oh, and that's I'm what I'm I mean. Firmly, firm 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 I remember going to a Tihar Beckard. Uh, thing and he was like I'm a money magnet and to the, it was years ago and I still stay to this day and I still find pennies and quarters and dollars and stuff on the street just walking down the street and I always told him I said I'm a money magnet I've been saying it for you know God knows ten years and guess what you know I, it, it's not difficult to make money for me fortunately in these days so I, I totally believe in what, what you're saying here um, you have here the razor's edge like I'm kind of familiar with this. Um, theory of reality, but talk to talk to the listeners about it. I really love this a lot. So talk to them about the razor's edge theory of, uh, of reality. Well, yeah, I, the, you know, I, the first I learned of this, it was called the razor's edge um, theory, and and the title in the book, uh, what I call it, is the razor's edge reality. And the reason I call it a reality is because I've proven that it's absolutely factual and it works, and uh, it makes a massive difference in people's lives. In fact. Utilizing this one technique made me tens of thousands of dollars uh, a year in real estate and, and helped me create the multi-million dollar business that I talked about earlier. And uh, 
to give you the example of what I mean by that, and uh, but let, well, before I give you my example, let, let's just talk about uh, the basics or the generality of it. Think about this, uh, and if I don't know, if, uh, your listeners hopefully know a little bit about baseball. But the, the a baseball player who hits an average of of 300 is considered to be you know a star in in baseball. That's a great batting average to be able to hit 300 at a consistent level. Right. Whereas the um, baseball player, and that's hitting safely three out of ten times, the batter who hits 250 or two and a half times out of ten safely is just struggling to stay in the league. And that just minuscule difference of a, of a quarter percent in this case, or, or uh, you know, it was at 5% actually, isn't it? Uh, 5% uh, is, is the difference between somebody making huge dollars in baseball or just barely struggling to stay in the league and probably not making you know massive amounts of money like the superstar and this this in in athletics it's really easy to point out different uh um situations like the same like uh, in the winter olympics when the um, men's bobsledders uh the difference between first and fourth was literally i think it was about six one hundredths of a second and uh, and so you know the guy who gets the gold medal and the guy who gets no medal at all and no recognition, you know six hundredths of a second, and, and so this is the razor's edge. And so in practice, so, so how do how do we as individuals put this um, reality into play for ourselves? Well, what I did when I was selling real estate, uh, one of the things that I did was uh, I, I was making phone calls, and I mentioned this earlier, making cold phone calls cold calls every day from 8.30 until 10 a.m. each and every day. And I did this five days a week, and it was a little bit mundane until I started using uh, my PPMs, and uh, then it became uh, much easier and much more fun. Additionally, what I did is I started to go from 8.30 until 10.01, not just 10 o'clock. And so people will say, well, one minute, you know, that's nothing. Why would you bother? Well, in that one minute, I was typically able to make two extra phone calls because my phone calls were very short. All I would say to somebody is, hi, this is Tony Neumeyer from uh, you know, XYZ Real Estate. Uh, are you thinking about buying or selling any real estate in the, near, in the next six months? And they'd say yes or no. And I'd say, fine. And usually the answer is no. And they'd say, fine. Uh, do you know anybody that is? Or, and they'd say no. I'd say, thank you for your time. Boom, done. Right? On to the next call. <laughs> so, so typically, I was able to make um, uh, two calls in an extra minute. So that's about 10 calls uh, per week, or call it 500 calls extra per year. Now, of those 500 calls, I got about 10% of the people that would answer positively to my question. And so, you know, that was about 50 extra potential clients uh, for that year. Now, of those 50 people, you know, certainly uh, not uh, near half of them uh, actually did anything within that period of time. But out of those 50, I was then able to get a certain number of presentations, and then I was able to actually uh, make sales for a lot of those people. And so consequently, that extra one minute actually made me tens of thousands of dollars um, a, a year. And when it comes to creating this multi-million dollar business that I mentioned, I, I was dealing with people back east. Uh, I was on the west coast. It was a three-hour time difference. So I started getting up an hour early each day. I started getting up at 5 in the morning instead of 6, and I got on the phone with people on the, in the eastern time zone because it was 8 o'clock in the morning there, a respectable time to begin phoning. And I started right. to talk to people back there, and I was able to 
start to build a significant influence of my business in uh, in Ontario and back east and uh, in in the eastern time zones. And uh, was that was the uh, if you will, it, w- it was the foundation of creating the solid business that I was able to do in, in a matter of a short period of time. And so, the razor's edge reality is really is finding that little bit that you can do extra within your realm of what you're doing in life that is going to make a, have a huge impact for you. And people often don't really get down to thinking about what that might be until I have the discussion with them or until they read the book. And it's really important that what is it that you can do today just a little bit more? Like how do you stand head and shoulders above somebody uh, next to you at the, the desk next to you. Typically, it's not that difficult because you know the people that you're uh, dealing with, in the most cases, don't even show up. And if they do show up, and if you and if you employ the razor's edge reality, you're so head and shoulders above them, they're not even in the same game as you anymore. And so right. it, it's very easy to stand out and be noticed. And in fact, what happens is, is when this happens, when you start to do this, people do take notice. And again, this goes back to uh, being a gold magnet. All of a sudden, opportunities start to open for you that never would have otherwise opened because uh, you know you were just sort of showing up like everyone else does. But when you do more right. than show up, when you do more than what is required of you in every given instance that you possibly can, then all of a sudden things start to happen in much different ways. That's awesome. We have a couple more, but we don't have that, that much time. So I wanted to leave, leave the last, you know, five, seven minutes we have, Tony, for you to kind of give us a little infomercial on how people can get in touch with you, your book, your your coaching program. Uh, I really want to make sure they don't walk away, you know, with so much information, but they don't know how to connect with you. So tell us the best way for people to get all the good stuff from the seven million, seven minute millionaire. Well, I, I really do appreciate that opportunity to be able to talk to people about that. Um, certainly, the easiest way is to go to uh, my website, and that is the seven minute millionaire dot com. Uh, the numeral seven, so the and the numeral seven minute millionaire dot com, and on there, uh, you, I have a, actually I have a uh, currently I have a free video series um, that uh, they can seven. Um, Seven Secrets to Becoming a Millionaire. They could register for that if they like, uh, or they can uh, uh, go and buy the book. Actually, right now I've got a special on there for the book as well, so there's an opportunity for people to be able to get the book as well. But I I will say, and I I do appreciate it, that it's very simple to accomplish and and put this into practice. Uh, It really is, and people really should uh, strongly... I think, and in a weight loss standpoint or in all aspects of their life, you can create your future. You really can create what it is that you're after in your life. And uh, I've been able to do it with many people. I've got many people that attribute a great deal of their success uh, to the principles that I've taught and what I teach. Um, I've created uh, mastermind groups with people and uh, just in the process of uh, opening that up for people uh, that are interested as well on my site. So um, there's all sorts of opportunities. 
I give people a lot of free training on my website as well. So there's all sorts of you know really great stuff there, and I do appreciate. Yeah, Tony's got a ton of content, guys, on his site. And and and, and think of it this way. And I like to, like I said, I like to break things down into little baby steps. If you just think about it, if you if you just can master Tony's seven minute millionaire technique, and if if making millions is not your thing, but if it is losing weight or getting in shape or building muscle or or building a business or having finances, just use it on one aspect of your life. And once you find success in one aspect of your life, it's easy to duplicate it in every other aspect of your life. So, you know, I think one of his principles is, you know, find the one thing that that, enthusi- that, that gives you the most enthusiasm or the thing that excites you the most. And if you're listening to this, I don't want you just to shut you, – you hear the title of millionaire. Oh, I don't want to be a millionaire. You know what? No, I've never I've never met anybody that has too much money. I've never met anybody that was too happy because they had too much money in the bank. I never met anybody who was too healthy or too rich or had too many successful businesses. So ultimately, open your eyes to the possibilities that these techniques, regardless of what it is you're trying to accomplish, you can implement and use and change your life. And that's really what this whole podcast is about. This is what this whole journey, if you're on my list, is about, is helping you achieve optimal health and life and lifestyle um, by implementing the messages and the information of these experts that I'm bringing you. And Tony brought you some amazing content. And I hope when you listen and play this uh, podcast back again, listen to it over and over and over again, because there were some huge nuggets in there that you may not get the first time around. So, and Tony, I know we have three minutes. I want to just, you know, first I want to thank you for first being so raw and vulnerable and, 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 and allowing yourself to share your story in such an intimate way. For two, for providing such great content. Um, I mean, literally almost went through every aspect of almost every chapter of your book in a little, little mini infomercial, which is really cool because most people don't get the, to, to enjoy that. And just the fact that I know you're changing lives. I know that you're passionate about changing people's lives. I know you said your one of your goals this year is to turn 10,000 people into millionaires. <laughs> I mean, I mean that is a huge, huge, uh, huge uh, gift to the world. So good for you, man. Good for you. Well, thanks, Colin. I appreciate uh, the time uh, and I appreciate being uh, able to address your audience and look forward uh, uh, to helping anybody that uh, is interested in, in attaining uh, you know, wealth, happiness, fitness, all aspects of their life and, and really changing it in the ways that they see fit for them. No, I love it. I'm going to finish your book, and I'm going to do my own, uh, my own uh, Tony's PPM uh Test, if you will, and, and implement that. It, I just come back and collaborate on a seven-minute diet. I mean, I think that just a just a philosophy. I, I think what's most important here it's not the it's not the food, it's not the workout, it's the mind. If you can't get your mind out of the way and your belief systems out of the way, um, really doesn't matter how great of a diet you have or how great of a meal plan or nutrition plan or, or exercise program. If you can't get your head right, really almost nothing's impossible. Nothing's possible. So. It's a very powerful message here in this book, guys. I uh, hope you take time to ingest it. Anyway, Tony, thanks so much. I do my little closing uh, uh, podcast infomercial. I've got to add some, add some music to this thing. It's missing the music. But anyway, I really appreciate you being here, my brother. Um, we'll talk again soon. I want to have you back, um, especially once you launch your, your coaching program. I know that that's some, you have something going live, a big launch going live soon. Um, so I want to definitely have you back after that as well. And you guys on my list, I will definitely be sending you some uh, some stuff from Tony so you guys can check it out and uh, and get some more of his uh, expertise because this is some really, really good, good information. All right, guys, 90 seconds. Tony, man, I appreciate you. Um, I'll talk to you soon, and uh, thanks for being here. Thank you. All right, brother, take care. Bye-bye.
The podcast is brought to you by hcgbodyforlife.com and colinwatson.tv. You're listening to HCG Body Talk on Blog Talk Radio, where we discuss how to achieve the health and body of your dreams one day at a time with HCG Body for Life. How to stay semper fit, fit for life. Please welcome your host, International HCG Diet. 